Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. KFI AM 640. You're listening to the John Cobell Podcast on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from 1 until 4, and then after 4 o'clock, John Cobell's show, On Demand, we become a podcast, or a broadcast, and you can listen to whatever you miss. So far, you haven't missed anything at all, all right? Nothing, nothing's happened yet, so. But, uh, you know, by the time, uh, you know, 4 o'clock comes, maybe we will have missed uh, two or three minutes, so you could hear it again. Now, you know, sometimes you just uh, you just uh, get gifts, uh, and uh, we got a gift yesterday. Uh, Gavin Newsom was on a Zoom call with the mayors of uh, various cities around uh, California. Uh, I don't know uh, where they're all from. There's a Mayor Dawson from the city of Riverside, Mayor Khan, Mayor Dyer. He's one of the boxes on the Zoom meeting. It looks like there's there's nine boxes there, uh, and it it it's about his mental health proposition, right? Newsom is discussing with the mayors. I I, I don't know what specifically. You know, there's there's this big proposition coming up on the ballot uh, on election day, March fifth, uh, Proposition One, and this is asking us to borrow six and a half billion dollars to spend on drug treatment and mental health treatment for all the zombies in the streets. So I, I, I don't know, he's explaining how each city, maybe he's explaining how the cities would get funded for this, and maybe doing general rah-rah stuff. But anyway, we, 
somebody got a video of this. There's a, a guy named Gabriel Lorenzo Greshler posted it online. He he had he got a copy of the video, and I'm counting. All right, I'm counting eight heads right now. Eight heads on the video, and Newsom starts talking about shopping at Target. If you believe this, Newsom was shopping at Target, and while he's shopping. Somebody starts stealing stuff. And you have to hear this to believe it. It's only about a minute, and I'm gonna we're gonna play it all at once, and then we'll play it again slowly. So or play play clip, play clip number one, the zoom meeting. And he comes back, picks it up, and keeps walking out. As we're checking out, the woman says, Oh, he's just walking out, he didn't pay for that. I said, Well, why don't you stop him? She goes, Oh, the governor. Swear to God, true story. And my mom's great. The governor lowered the threshold. There's no, there's no, there's no accountability. There's no, I said that's just not true. And she, I, she got, I said we have the tenth toughest, nine hundred fifty dollars, the tenth toughest in America. She doesn't even know what I was talking about. By the way, it's the tenth toughest in America. Look it up. No one gives a damn about right. that. And I said it's just not true. There's still stop. I said, well, we don't stop. Well, we don't stop them. All right. Now to continue the story here, uh, Newsom then says she freaks out, invites everyone over for a photo. And I'm like, no, I'm not taking a photo. I want a conversation with your manager. Why are you blaming the governor? Do you understand this here? There is somebody actively stealing things right in front of him, according to Newsom. And he gets into a debate trying to explain to the clerk, because the clerk blames the governor, which is true. And he goes, no, no, no. We have the, we're the 10th toughest in America. The 10th toughest in America. What the hell does that mean? 10th toughest? Uh, what, what's the metric here? Nobody goes to jail. I, it, it, it's like this incomprehensible statistical geek speak that he always falls into. And then he's flustered that the clerk doesn't understand. Then, she, according to him, she realizes, oh, my God, I am, I, I, I'm, I, I, I'm in a, she goes into a state of awe. She can't believe she she's, has met greatness here. Newsom is standing right in front of her. And, and you know how people are when they see celebrities. They, they, they freak out sometimes. Maybe you freak out. So she started to freak out as, that the governor was in front of her while she was criticizing the governor. But to her credit... She, she hung in there and said, well, we still don't stop them. And he, oh boy, uh, Katie Grimes describes him as thin-skinned in a California Globe article today. Thin-skinned, yeah, egotistical, thin-skinned. He allows the crime to happen, by the way. He's the governor. One of his citizens is robbing Target, and he decides to get into an argument with the clerk over the details of Prop 47 policy. Now, Katie Grimes wrote, one of two scenarios is true. He's lying about ever shopping in a Target store. Or number two, he's such an elitist, he has no idea how the bills that he signs into law or the executive orders or the policies he supports affect crime in our state. And, and compares Newsom to being a mini-me of Biden because during this clip, he goes, swear to God, true story. Now, let's break this down again. Let's play, play the clip uh, 
little by little here. So let's let's start it again. About this, and he comes back, picks it up, and keeps walking out. As we're checking out, the woman says, "Oh, he's just walking out. He didn't pay for that." I said, well, "Why didn't you stop him?" She goes, "Oh, the governor." Swear to God, true story. All right, stop and right there. Swear to God, true story. Newsom says, "Why didn't you stop him?" And she said, "Oh, it's the governor." He does he know? Does he know that that most stores, in order to protect their employees from getting killed, order their employees not to stop the shoplifters? Do they? Does he know that it's so bad out there? There are so many mental patients, so many drug zombies, so many violent criminals that he dumped out of prison and that were dumped out of the local jails that you don't know what you're getting. And if you think being able to steal $950 and not get charged makes you the 10th toughest in America, you imagine that? Have you ever spent $950 at a Target? How would you spend $950 at a Target? How many shopping carts would you need? How bulging would they be? The whole point of Target is it's a discount store. Everything's relatively cheap there, at least compared to a lot of other places. So how do you get to $950? I, but he, he, keep, he repeated to her, it's the 10th toughest in America. The 10th toughest in America. We'll play that clip again when we come back. And he's got this arrogant, smug look on his face as he's telling the story. Like, would you believe these dirty, unwashed peasants? Would you believe this stupid-ass clerk? Would you, you see what I have to deal with? I get blamed for a theft that happened in front of his eyes that he didn't stop either. I, uh, we'll talk more when we come back. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. Yes, Gavin Newsom was regaling some of the mayors in California on Zoom the other day with a story about shopping at Target. This, uh, this is actually online. There's a guy named Gabriel Lorenzo Gressler who posted this. And uh, we've been, we played the clip, and now we're playing it a second time in pieces. Uh, the short story is he's shopping at Target, and he saw somebody walking out the door with stuff and didn't pay for it. And he points it out to the clerk, like, why didn't you why didn't you stop him? And she said, well, it's the governor's fault. And she said the governor lowered the threshold. There's no accountability. And he starts insisting that, well, the threshold really is one of the toughest in the country. Let's let's pick up where we left off. The governor lowered the threshold. There's no there's no there's no accountability. There's no, I said, that's just not true. And she, I, she got, I said, we have the 10th toughest, $950, the 10th toughest in America. She doesn't even know what I was talking about. By the way, it's the 10th toughest in America. Look it up. No one gives a damn about right. that. All right, stop, said, stop, just- stop, stop there. The 10th toughest in America. What does that mean? I guess it means that there are 10, uh, nine states that have uh, lower thresholds, but the other 40 have higher thresholds. He always pulls this line out about Texas, too. But Newsom is dishonest. And you could be dishonest by directly lying. You could be dishonest by misleading people down the wrong road with some information, but not all of it. In fact, omission is a great way to mislead people. Omission is like lying. Because the purpose is somebody walks away with the wrong impression of the truth. 
and you could either tell them to lie directly or you could create a structure around your story so the reasonable person uh, thinks something is going on that absolutely is not going on. He makes it sound like, well, we got the 10th toughest in America. You know, this is a pretty tough state, California, when it comes to shoplifting. Now, let's think about this out loud. In California right now, he thinks we're one of the tougher states in the U.S. Or he's trying to sell it to this clerk. Now, as Katie Grimes points out here, that um, when Prop 47 was passed, it was the Safe Neighborhoods and Schools Act named by Kamala Harris, that genius. And it reduced a whole list of serious felonies to misdemeanors, including drug crimes, date rape, all thefts under $950. And here's the key, even for repeat offenders who steal every day. In Texas, they have a higher threshold. But in Texas, by the time you get to your third theft, you're going to jail. And that's true in most other states. But in California, each theft is considered separately. So every day of the week, you can steal $950. And this covered shoplifting, grand theft, receiving stolen property, Forgery, like a forged check, every one of those crimes could could be $950, and you don't get charged with a felony. So you could do all four crimes and steal $3,800 four different ways, and there's no fraud. Same thing, $950. Writing a bad check, $950. It also got rid of uh, a, a felony for the personal use of most illegal drugs. So what do you think happened? People started stealing like crazy. We see all the videos. We see all the news stories. We know when we, we've, we've seen people steal in front of our eyes. We know when we go to local drug stores or grocery stores, how much stuff is locked up now behind a plastic case. But instead, this incredulous boob looks at the clerk and says, why didn't you stop him? And when she blames the governor, not realizing that's Newsom, he gets angry and says, well, it's the 10th toughest in America. She replies, we still don't stop them. Which is true. We still don't stop them. So you could argue about your stupid, misleading, lying statistics. The bottom line is people steal at will. It's only a misdemeanor. And in the real world, misdemeanors are not prosecuted. In L.A. County, nobody goes to jail for misdemeanors. Nobody. And George Gascones, L.A. County, they're not even prosecuted. So the cops stopped showing up. So the shop owners stopped phoning the cops to report the crime. And the clerks stopped reacting to people stealing stuff in front of them because their bosses said, don't do it or you get fired. This all came from Prop 47. Ed, he obviously doesn't care, but does he does he not understand what the real world is like? He is this arrogant, smug, elitist, out of touch guy that you just that smug little face in the Zoom call. And what's really galling is a couple of the mayors 
are laughing hysterically like this is the funniest story they've ever heard. I didn't even notice that part till Katie Grimes pointed it out in her California Globe story. And then I started looking at, and there's a woman, and she's in the box above Newsom. The, uh, her, her name is Locke Dawson, the mayor of Riverside. She's beside herself with laughter. She's rocking back and forth like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. And she blamed you? And she doesn't know where the 10th stuff? And then there's this other guy, this, this, this bald-headed guy sitting uh, in the box next to him. And I I forgot. I can't. Let me see. if yeah, Mayor Dyer. I don't know what. what uh, Jerry Dyer is his name. Doesn't say what, what, uh, what town. And so he's laughing hard, too. This is what I'm saying. They find this funny. They find this funny that we have thousands and thousands of people running around stealing everything in sight and not going to jail. And we don't understand just how tough really California is. Newsom's laughing. This, this, this uh, Locke Dawson, the mayor of Riverside, she's laughing. Mayor Jerry Dyer, he's laughing. You got to see this thing. I mean, it, people ought to be rioting in the streets over this. Oh, my God, what a bunch of, of, of buffoons. We got more when we come back. Uh, in fact, we're going to get into, um, we're going to talk about that that weird story out of Kansas City. The three Chiefs fans who went over to their buddy's house and watched uh, the Chiefs playoff game. Uh, and, and then they were found dead outside their friend's house, out in the backyard. They froze to death. What happened? Well, Alex Capriello from News Nation. Talk to the cousin of one of the deceased Chiefs fans, and he's got a story, and we'll talk to him next. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM 640. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the lead carriers for less and for a limited time new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code month free by may 31st so why keep spending more than you have to seriously wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit consumercellular.com taxes fees and other third-party charges will apply see website for additional details okay i love walker hayes he's amazing he's so fun such a great entertainer and that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.
With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. You want to uh, speak on the Moist line? One eight seven seven Moist eighty six. One eight seven seven Moist eighty six. And uh, you know we'll we'll return to uh, Governor Newsom's Target story uh, with the mayors uh, scattered around California later in the show when Katie Grimes from California Globe weighs in because she had a pretty entertaining column about it. So we'll get to that again later, and we'll play it again in case you just missed it. Uh, we are going to talk now about uh, th- that case in Kansas City. You remember the Chiefs fan? Uh, he hosted a party with his buddies. Three of his friends left the party after the Chiefs won, and they were found dead in his backyard. Uh, the, the owner of the party host, Jordan Willis, uh, claimed he f- then fell asleep for two days. So he was asleep for two days, and he didn't know his buddies were freezing to death outside. Presumably, they'd all passed out, too. Uh, now we've got a story that uh, one of the victims, Clayton McGreevy, has a cousin, Caleb. And Caleb talked with our uh, next guest, Alex Capariello of uh, News Nation, which is the uh, newest, hottest uh, cable channel cable news channel and you should uh, go watch that go find it on your on your cable system let's get uh, alex capariello on here alex how are you hey i'm doing good thanks so much for having me today all right so one of the victims is uh clayton mcgreeny and uh his cousin caleb was talking to you and what is caleb saying yeah look this is uh kansas city is a big city relatively speaking but it's a small community if you know what i mean everybody kind of knows each other particularly if you're in the same high school, uh, you know each other, you remember each other, you still stay in contact. And so basically what I've been able to find out from my sources, not to mention Caleb McGeevy, who I spoke to yesterday, is that Jordan Willis really just doesn't have a very good reputation, and he hasn't had it for about 20 years since they all graduated from high school. In specific, Caleb was telling me about how he was sort of the drug guy. Uh, In fact, uh, Caleb was going so far as to say he would make drugs for his friends. These are all obvious allegations at this point we're still waiting on the toxicology reports to see what exactly that shows from the three men that died in that backyard but that's the story that caleb has he hopes that it all comes tumbling out when these toxicology reports come back and that jordan willis he doesn't hope uh but he says it would feel good if criminal uh charges are forthcoming because he feels like his cousin as well as those two other men were murdered so he thinks jordan willis concocted uh, these drug cocktails and that everybody was enjoying them yeah. uh, during the football game, along with the, the booze that they were probably ingesting. Yeah, and the thing is, Jordan was a friend to these guys, right? I, I want to get that across. He may not have been a best friend, but they hung out pretty regularly, right? They watched Kansas City Chiefs games. So Caleb's not saying it was maybe it was not nefarious. So he doesn't think that, you know, it was intentional. He thinks maybe it was just a bad batch of drugs that you know, uh, were ingested by the men recreationally, and it just all went wrong. Uh, Now, as to how the men ended up outside and frozen, we still don't know that. Hopefully, that's what an investigation is for, and police are able to sort of get that out of Jordan or get that out of whatever evidence that they're able to find. 
But that's where things are right now, and still several more weeks until those toxicology reports come back. Well, it, it seems like drugs would be the the obvious number one uh, cause or suspicious cause because three guys passing out and and not going back inside, and then the fourth guy, the host, passing out basically for two days. I mean, it's, there's yeah, something I mean, it, something it was in their system. The most sense it's. it's it's the leading theory. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but obviously, it's hard to say when the police won't exactly say that to you, say that to even the families preliminarily, uh, much less wait several weeks for those toxicology reports. But obviously, that's the ongoing theory. That's what all my sources here, the people that know these men, knew Jordan. That's really the, the ongoing uh, belief here at this point. Well, Cousin Caleb called him the chemist. Was that a real nickname? Yeah, or? and I think... <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'll tell you, my jaw dropped when I heard that. There's, I think that's twofold, right? Number one is that Jordan actually is uh, a scientist. He, he has a long career uh, working towards uh, achieving uh, vaccine uh, research breakthroughs for HIV. So quite literally, as a profession, he is a scientist of sorts. Seriously? I believe it was wait, 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 stop a second. I believe it was... He, he, he's researching HIV vaccines. And then on the side, he's cooking up drug cocktails for his football friends. That's what it appears to be as far as what I'm hearing from my sources. We certainly know that was his career. But I think the whole chemist nickname is almost tongue-in-cheek in a way. It was like they – it was almost like a Breaking Bad sort of nickname. You know, they knew him as a guy who could make things for people. And in the way that Caleb put it, hey, you feeling bad? Let me get you something. It was one of those things where he, he was the guy who maybe had the supply – Maybe could have made something for you. Mm. We don't know if that's the case here. There's not uh, any sort of definitive answer from right. the police about that, whether or not they found drugs inside the house. But that's certainly what Caleb is alleging. I'm, I'm just looking at a group photo and to think that one of these guys is an HIV scientist that uh, it just doesn't doesn't fit the profile visually. That's all. <laughs> they just look like a, a bunch of big uh, Midwest lugs who uh, you could you could see them enjoying football every Sunday and getting a little loaded. I think that's a. Yeah, and I think that's uh, another completely separate topic that's also being discussed here in Kansas City is maybe a class differentiation because the three men who died, they are sort of what you would think of blue-collar, yeah. you know, Midwestern boys. And Jordan it maybe uh, was a little different. He, he had a career that was successful, um, but still, you know, friends are friends from high school, especially here in the Midwest. As someone that uh, grew up in Wisconsin, I can vouch for that as well, but... So, yeah, I think that is also something that needs to be investigated, whether yeah. or not there was uh, any sort of nefariousness with right. well, even, class representation. Yeah, even if uh, you know he didn't mean to kill them, I think concocting up uh, drug cocktails probably breaks a few laws, especially when you're, you're, your buddy's oh, no dead. Yeah, I think, uh, I think he's uh, in trouble. All right, well, very good. Thanks for uh, coming on with us. Yeah, thank you very much for having me today. Alex uh, Caporiello from uh, News Nation. And News Nation is on your cable system. It's uh, the newest uh, news channel, and they've uh, they've got a lot of good stuff. I watched it, and uh, uh, Alex has a fascinating story there. Also, um, the prosecutor in Kansas City met with the families of the three dead men, and one brother, one one of the guys is uh, the dead guys is named Ricky Johnson, and his brother Jonathan said his family has slight relief after meeting with the prosecutors, but he thinks police still dropped the ball. We're, we're too late. He went on uh, He went on the Cuomo show. We don't know information on what they had at the very beginning. 
So it's kind of speculation. Uh, we don't know what caused them to start looking for more information about the deaths or if they've been looking the entire time. And the three dead guys are named Ricky Johnson, David Harrington, and Clayton McGinney. And they're not investigating as homicides. No foul play suspected. Toxicology reports are going to take a little while. And um, <laughs> the attorney, though. The attorney for the chemist, right? The guy making the, the drug cocktails. His name, John Piserno. Listen to this. You know, because everybody's asking, well, why, why, why didn't he come outside for two days? He didn't hear from his friends. And apparently some of the relatives are trying to contact Willis. I mean, I think he was passed out from the same drugs. It, it just it didn't kill him because, because he didn't freeze to death. He was on the inside and his heat was on. The other three guys passed out in, in extremely cold weather, right? So the attorney for Jordan Willis is John Perserno, and he says, well, my client works from home. He'd have no reason to go outside. Have, he works from home. He did not check his phone in those two days to see all the people who were calling him, texting him to find out, hey, where are the three other guys? Um, he has moved out of the house and he's checked into rehab to address his addiction problem. It's, God. What kind of dark genius was this guy? You, you look at that group shot, you, you do not see an HIV scientist working on a vaccine. In that photo. All right. Well, you know, coming up at 2 o'clock, uh, a case uh, we've been following here is the Rebecca Grossman trial. Re Rebecca Grossman is that uh, really rich lady whose husband founded the Grossman Burn Center. He was the uh, doctor uh, up in uh, the valley. And uh, she was drinking with her boyfriend, right? She's married to the doctor, but she had a former Dodger pitcher, Scott Erickson, on the side. And uh, they had some margaritas, and it uh, looks like they went on a race. And Rebecca uh, ran over and killed two little boys. Uh, the trial is going on, and Corbin Carson uh, went to it. And we'll, uh, we'll tell you about it coming up after two. You're listening to John Cobalt On Demand from KFI AM 640. So I've, I've got a choice. I've got two Bad travel stories, not dangerous ones. Let's say it just um, uh, more, more like health issues. And you could pick the, uh, what do you want to pick first? You want to pick the cruise in Florida or you want to pick the Frontier Airlines flight, Orlando to Philadelphia? Your choice. What goes first? The second one. Second one. Okay. Frontier Airlines, which is kind of like Spirit Airlines. Mm -hmm. You get a you get an interesting uh, class of passengers. Uh, there's a passenger here, a 60-year-old woman on the large side. Is, her name is Dulce Huertas. Uh, she was going to Orlando to Philly. Federal charges against her. She had a meltdown. It's on video. And she ended up flashing everybody in the cabin, pulled down her pants and underwear, cursed at the crew, and threatened to kill fellow passengers. What? Yeah. She had two cocktails, and that was too much for her. And again, she's a big lady. She got out of her seat as the plane was about to land in Philly and announced, I have to pee. Thank you for sharing. A flight attendant, uh, identified only as RG, told her to sit down. The woman started cursing. She took her seat. The plane landed, taxiing to the gate, and Huertas started cursing at the passengers. So they called security, 
Captain was notified. Captain told everybody to stay seated. Huertas pushed other passengers out of the way as she went to the front of the cabin. And she approached the bathroom, but the crew stopped her. And she goes, sorry, everybody, pulls down her pants, pulls down her underwear, and squatted as if she was going to urinate. Of course. Oh, no. Somebody pulled out a camera to post it on Facebook. (laughs) According to the post, Huertas displayed her anus and genitalia. Uh, Some of the passengers were children. And on the camera, you could hear someone say, that poor boy next to us. He's across the aisle and got a full view of her her womanly parts. Um, She didn't pee on the floor, changed her mind, kept cursing and threatening people, and then took her belly and bumped a flight attendant out of the way. Oh, my God. This is unbelievable. (laughs) So she got charged with uh, indecent exposure, uh, interference with flight crew members, and other things, and uh, she's going to have to go to federal court, and they don't mess around in federal court. Now, the cruise story <laughs> might be more disgusting. Oh, no. 130 people on board a uh, Cunard cruise. Did I say that? Cunard? I think so. Yeah, Cunard. It was going from Florida. They've been hit, 130 of them, diarrhea and vomiting. 120 passengers, 15 crew members on the Queen Victoria. Uh, the, they set off on January 22nd. It was a 16-night leg, but it was part of a 107-night trip. You know, you can go around the world. Oh, yeah. Or you can buy chunks of it along the way. Uh, and uh, so you got you got 130 people uh, vomiting, and, and they had diarrhea. So there was a lot of cleaning. Um, <laughs> in fact, the they, CDC said they increased cleaning and disinfection procedures. Uh, this thing can hold 2,000 passengers. It's supposed to make it to San Francisco on February the 7th and then go off to Honolulu. And uh, there was another ship out of Florida, too, on the Carnival Cruise Line Elation ship. Same thing. Gastroenteritis, stomach flu. You know, people go and eat at those those buffets. And and I have seen, because I've been on cruises before, and I... First of all, I try to be first in line so that I know that nobody has touched any of those utensils, right? Yeah. If I'm not being served, because sometimes they have um, the people behind uh, where the food is and they'll they'll do the serving for you. Right. So I will either make sure that I'm first in line or I have my handy dandy paper towel. <laughs> paper towels. Right. And yes. so then I don't and- touch anything. And then I Purell my hands. Uh-huh. And the hazmat suit, right? Exactly. You, a- well, you need that. I mean, look at, okay, 2,000 people. Okay, so how many people are, ch- and I see people, they're rubbing their noses, they're coughing, oh. and then they're grabbing a cookie, and they don't even use those utensils. They use their hands yeah. that they just picked their nose or they coughed in their hand, That's whatever, right. and they're touching they, the they've, food. They've touched all their body parts. What is, it's so gross. Uh, I, I really don't understand it. Because people are gross animals. That's what they are. They're, they're disgusting animals. One passenger, Miranda, Miranda Hill, uh, said her um, her an illness was so bad, she started hurling blue vomit. Oh, blue vomit? Blue vomit, which I've never heard of. My throw up was bright blue. I've never eaten anything blue. And every time I look up, blue throw up. Uh, I'm going to throw up right now. I swear, I feel, don't you, you know, you, you feel Yeah, like, I know. Yeah. I'm nauseous. Yeah. Blue, blue vomit. Oh. 
Oh. <laughs> Blue vomit. Oh, a new song. Yeah. Oh. Uh, see, Ken isn't the only one who can sing. Yeah, I know, John. Yeah. Take it away. Uh, Woo. We've got Corbin Carson coming up about that uh, Rebecca Grossman trial in the Valley. Uh, she was the uh, very wealthy blonde woman who... Uh, whose husband founded the Grossman Burn Center, and they've done a lot of good work there. But uh, I uh, I don't know what she was doing one afternoon in Westlake. She uh, apparently had a few drinks and was out with her boyfriend, Scott Erickson, who pitched for the Dodgers, and they started racing down the street um, and ran over two brothers and killed them. And now her uh, defense lawyers are just trying to desperately get her out of it with like, to me, really stupid stories here. Hey, you've been listening to the John Cobalt Show podcast. You can always hear the show live on KFI AM640 from 1 to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a, a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit MortonBuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today.